I think I'm gonna buy a broken Roomba. It's probably not a good idea. I want a Roomba. Why? Well, it, it won't do anything. You need like open floor for it to clean. It's just gonna run into bags and <laughs> chairs. Evan, you're so fucking negative. <laughs> what the hell? Dream crushing. It's gonna get wedged under your couch, and you're gonna forget <laughs> about it. And the battery's gonna catch fire. You're going to be homeless. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 152, recorded on June 2nd, 2019. My name is Michael, and I'll be the primary host this week. Joining me, Evan and James. What's going on, guys? Hey! 2019 is uh, halfway gone. How about that? Thank Christ. So it's been a hell of a year. Thank Christ and uh I'm not already skinny. I thought I'd be skinny by now. I, I, right? I mean at first I was like, man, I'm gonna be so thin, it's gonna be great. What happened? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Where'd this time based thinning process go? Well, James, um I think you know, but if you this... you know, don't take no measures to uh curtail your Michael as you know, I took all the measures necessary. It's called a good idea. Okay? <laughs> and delegation. I had a good idea. It's like, I, I told you to make me skinny. Yeah. What's I, going I, on? Why you have you failed so hard? Thing, and you know what? I was supposed to become skinny through my connection with your... By proxy. Yeah, by your dieting. Yeah. Mm. So you well, are supposed to siphon the additional calories out of my body. Well, that, therein lies the problem. I have not stuck to my own diet. So there you go. So this is your there fault. You it's your fault. Okay, I'm no. sorry I failed you, James. You're a bad friend. That's what happens. That's true. That's very true. Uh, I'd like to just say that that this whole sentiment of uh, you know what, what happened speaks. Um, <laughs> it's it's very important to consider. You know. Like, 50 years from now, let's all not say that. Oh, 50 years from now. <laughs> We're being very optimistic. We, we won't be saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, very optimistic. Let's say yeah. 20 years from now. Yeah. Let's not be like, what happened? I concur. That's it. Yeah, okay. All right. <clears throat> Evan, how was yeah. your week? Um... I always feel bad saying mostly unproductive, but I actually had a productive work week. I enjoyed the extra day off. Thank you to our fallen ones uh, for letting us have Memorial Day off. Um, They died so you could go to to a grocery store and take advantage of the sales. Yes, so we could all enjoy a fine, it's like a fine grated meat dog. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy hot dogs. 
and uh, a couple hours. Forget mustard. Don't forget mustard. <laughs> I've got something for you here. I've got. I just heard this. So you know we're doing this thing now, Freedom Gas, right? I had not heard of that. Yeah. So Freedom Gas is a thing now. You know, the U.S. is exporting Freedom Gas. Oh, I thought it was like farts caused no. by obesity or something no, like that. No, no, I thought it was like Cyclone B or something, but like no, you know, with our stamp on it. No. You know? <laughs> Here's your like, freedom. Yeah. Here's your, Here's your freedom. Yeah. <laughs> no. We'll smoke uh, them out. Yeah. No. It's uh. <laughs> it's. It's just uh. Like natural gas, mm-hmm. but now the Trump administration is calling it freedom gas. Stop. But you no, know, it's 100 percent a thing. So uh. <laughs> just because they couldn't, they wanted more ridicule. See, I was thinking heads. like petroleum, yeah. not. Yeah. No, it's not. It's liquid, liquid heavy natural gas. I think LHG or whatever. Uh, anyway, the point was um, the whole hot hot dogs. The reason we call them hot dogs is because when we went to war with Germany in World War II, uh, people were like, "We can't call these Frankfurters anymore. They need a more American name: mm-hmm. hot dogs." <laughs> it's like when you eat them, they're so delicious they make you scream, "Hot dog!" Yeah, I guess so. I, I, you know, it's, it's probably it's just, something like that. It's so funny that like every time we've done that, we got like they change the name of food. That's mm-hmm. a thing. I didn't. I thought Freedom Fries were the only time we did that, but that's a, a thing we've been doing for years. Hmm. That is very interesting, James. Yeah. Well, there's also hamburgers. That's true. From Hamburg? A Hamburg steak. Yep. Dude, that's great. It's, so you can actually call it a Hamburg steak. So people are like, hey, what's for dinner? Steak? Make yeah. Sound fancy? Well, my mom likes to use the term chopped steak. Your mom's fucking weird. And I'm like, so you mean like a hamburger? But see, if she says chopped steak, she means a hamburger without the bun. See, and I you eat you it say, with a knife and fork. If you say chopped steak to me, I'm like, cube steak? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Which is the toughest piece of meat you could ever oh, spend yeah. your money on. I was going to say, you mean the thing you have to beat with a hammer or something? <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's like steak for poor people. It, like, it comes pre-perforated and pre-beaten, and you still have to beat it. Mm-hmm. You know what's great? A hungry man dinner, Salisbury steak. Mm. Yeah, because it's just like a meat paste covered in gravy. It's fantastic. Uh, I don't, I don't get what it actually is. It's just, it's just like particle board. Mm-hmm. They just take all the bits and press it together into a thing, and then they give it enough meat glue to hold it together while you're cooking it. All mm. of the cellulose wood shavings that weren't fit for powdered Parmesan cheese go into Salisbury steak. Yeah. So look, I saw a video on Instagram, and we're way off track already. But I saw a video on Instagram that shows the it. It just shows people melting things, random food. I saw that. Oh my god, dude! They took a mag, they took baby food and put it into a plastic bag and flatten it out, and they put a magnet, run a magnet across it, and they go through and they say, "See these black shavings? This is all all the calcium that you have in this." And it was like literally like metallic metallic calcium. I was like, oh. You know, I was like, this is crazy. And it's a lot of that. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. the melting American cheese, which we know is like, don't do it. You know, you don't want to see that. Well, no, um, if it's, if it's you know, not really cheese, it's not going to melt easily. Right. Yeah. Um, so they showed us that. Did you see the one where they put a bunch of pills, like supplements yeah. on a, on a tray and put it in the, oven, put in the yeah. oven? That was a fire. So the ones that melt uh, are synthetic or something and the other ones aren't or. Vice versa, I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. 
But I mean, I saw one comment and I was I kind of agreed. I was like, and uh huh. <laughs> so what? <laughs> like so so you're putting this in your body, bro. Which I was I was watching okay. uh, a friend of mine stream uh Quake over the weekend actually. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I stopped drinking soda because I watched this video about what happens when you boil Coke. I was like, Why are you boiling your soda? He's what like, happens when I you mean, boil Coke? It just turns into, you know, it's the gross like syrup just I mean, reduces it's down it's all sugar yeah so it returns he's to like, its, you don't want yeah into his natural form he's like i don't want that in my body i'm like well, is this news yeah people are stupid. <laughs> i'm sorry your friend's dumb he's fucking not the sugar, smartest if you take fucking anything covered in su- anything sweet if you're listening to, to this syrup. brandon you suck yeah his name is brandon no you- yes Nailed it. <laughs> oh, Can all white man. people be boiled down to a Brandon? <laughs> yes. Is Brandon the Chad of 2019? Uh, Saw, dude, I'm Chad. <laughs> Chad bro chill? Mm-hmm. Um, sister home? Yeah. Yeah, right. All right, Evan. So you had a, a productive uh, work week. Yep. All right. Had your day off. Yeah. Um, uh, I was telling you guys, I, I switched mattresses last night. And if right. you don't have a spare mattress, what are you doing with your life? Get your life right. Yep. How was the mattress? Um, The one I switched. So my old one is softer. They're both memory foam. And I collapsed them both into, you know. A centimeter of space under my body, of course. Um, the old one is. Do you have thinner. a thing underneath it? Yes. A box spring? Sort of. It is a tubular metal bed frame mm-hmm. that you can fold up and take with you pretty you easily. You have a crazy bed frame like me that has the wooden, the like high end wood slats that bend up, right? I don't have any wood slats. Um, I actually used to have those on my bed as a kid and there was no sort of like bar going down the center. Yeah. So if I laid in the middle of the bed, you know, oh. even as a child who like bow in, you hear the wood sort of like creaking and everything. And I've never liked them since. Oh, okay. Mm. Mine has a bar in the middle, but I like mine. I think I thought when we got, I thought when I got my bed frame, you were like, oh yeah, I, I looked at that one or something. It has cross... I'll say cross beams that have the same function, but it's all metal. Okay. Yeah. Is mine? Um, no, mine's wood. Anyway, go ahead. What else did I do? Took a nice little drive at like 2 a.m. on, you know, Friday or Saturday morning, I guess. For what? I don't know. Me I like driving. I'm bridge with leaving the house just because. <laughs> okay. Do, do, I'll tell you do, that do. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just listening to that I'm driving. Oh, big God. smile on his face. James is like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, oh, man. Wind- I mean, windows me down, just listening to the, ro- the the sound of the road. Mm-hmm. I like a good nighttime drive. I approve, Evan. I've done that before. Thank you, Michael. You hate mm-hmm. people on the road for no reason. It's like you hate people. That's Stop there. Too. Both <laughs> both true statements, but. At 3 a.m. or 2 a.m., you're not contributing to any kind of problem, you know, okay. All right. like congestion. There is none. So, you know, 
Like the it's old okay. saying, like you're not in traffic, you are traffic. It's like what? Like yesterday, I was driving, driving my yeah. friend to work. It was like uh, basically twelve o'clock on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and the roads were just slammed. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are all these people doing out, man? Like they're doing the same thing that you're doing. <laughs> they're driving their friend to work. I don't think so. They're out here like, let's go for a drive. Nah. Yeah. Let's get in the way. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> yeah. I tried to convince a girl on a date last week of this very fact, Michael, and she did not agree with me. Well, we know what became of that. So yeah. what yeah. the fuck does she know? So fuck I, her. Yeah. I strangled her in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, what else to do? Evan, any working Ooh. out? Any cryo? Any no. any whatever? I did actually think about making my appointment, but I forgot to log into Groupon and and make sure everything's you know on the up and up before I, I do so. so I will did make you, a note to myself to do that. Did you? Okay. Did you uh, engage in any? <laughs> I was going to say water sports. <laughs> 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 oh man, what's that movie I'm thinking of? Hackers? I don't know. No, is it super? It's not Super Troopers. Something about some guys like hired hired someone on Craigslist in a hotel room. Something having to do with water sports, like teach us how to play water polo or something. But it was really like some fetish guy who likes to piss on people. Uh. <laughs> I don't remember what movie it was. Probably well, from a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, well, well, what I'm actually referring to is the pool in your the, backyard. The pool is open and operational. I did and not use it yesterday, though. <clears throat> have you taken part at all? Since it's uh, only as an observer. Mm. You parted the blinds and watched <laughs> and watched the, the 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 female neighbors enjoy the pool or whatever. <laughs> yes. What's this ruckus? Yeah, but it looks good though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll hop in at some point this summer. Very good. Uh, James. Hello, young ladies. <laughs> James, how was your week? Uh, let's see. A week. Unsatisfying, unproductive. Played a lot of squad. Like I said, went on a date last Saturday. Ended in failure. Mm-hmm. Um, to say the least. Uh for else? other reasons than trying to convince her that she shouldn't drive anywhere? Well no, we didn't we didn't necessarily get along on many things. <laughs> she was pretty interesting. Her background was interesting. And she apparently has a YouTube page, but she wouldn't tell me about what it was. So, I mean, makeup. She was def- she, well, I don't know. I doubt it. She didn't look like it was about makeup. It's like, um, <laughs> you wouldn't software- say that if you saw her. Woof. Uh, she's a software developer, so I'm thinking ah. it might have been computer-related or nerd-related, and she's also a gamer. So okay. she's, in a, she's a gamer in the extreme, which was I thought was pretty cool about her. Um, she plays COD. She's been in lots of clans, apparently. And mm-hmm. I was like, so what's a good day? She's like, she's like, a good day would be like a KD of 34 and 4. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. It is a good day. You know? So, uh, but that's like, uh, it was weird. We had like a 30-minute discussion uh, on COD versus squad. 
and how tactics and playing playing the objective were key. And she was like, "No, I don't play the objective." She's like, "I just go for kills." She says, yep. "I literally just go in and run off and kill everything." I don't I'm care with her about the objective. And I was like, "Cool." I was like, "You're the lowest form of human being," you know. <laughs> I was like, "You don't add to the mission," you know. And I mean, but that's that's like Squad is a mission oriented game, right? It's not made for getting kills. But you have guns. You do have guns, but you know, it's obviously. Uh, and the objective is to win by any means necessary, is it not? Yeah, but you can't win by killing everybody. Um, I beg to differ. Or it's one thing it's, my dad taught me. It's like if you want to win, you have to kill everybody. I feel like you could win squad if everybody in your team was amazing at, at fragging, but you could be easily outplayed by people just being more tactical and strategic than you. Mm-hmm. Um, the game doesn't force engagements like a tact- like a regular shooter does. You know, where you're in a tiny house or you're in a map that's wide open and you can see everybody or you have to run through these hallways and the other team has to. Like, you could go a whole hour game and just see, like, three enemies, you know, and still win, you know. So it just, uh, it just is a different game, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it was, just, but it was overall, you know, and I think I talked too much and I don't know. Anyway. So you, were, you were too excited and enthusiastic to meet someone new? I wasn't excited. I'll say I was probably very like I I talk a lot. Uh, you guys know that. I like go you know, I just start talking. Um and I want to say it was nervousness, but it wasn't nervousness. It's just who I am, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that was one thing. I asked her for an after action report and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I she's a coder, so I wanted to say, Hey, let me get a code review on this date. <laughs> but I didn't say that. I was just like, Look, tell me what I could do better so I couldn't so I can learn from this, you know? Uh-huh. And to my dismay, and I'm just going to be very open about this, <laughs> to my dismay, she told me, she said, uh, here, I'll read the text message. I'll read the text message. She sent it to me this morning. And that's what it's like. I was like, this morning, I was like depressed about this a little bit. I was like, ugh, you know? Um, Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. During this date, were you, were either of you actually on your phone a lot. No. Okay. No. Good. Not at all. Not at all. Um she said be yourself, you'll find your match. Good luck. I would say post a full body pick online since you're uh, uh you're above average size. Other than that be uh other than that be yourself. Yourself wasn't a match for me, unfortunately. <laughs> I would say that's horrible advice. Other than the picture. I, I assume you have so, more than a picture of like your left eye. No, I, I do. I have I have a my my picture my profile said it was a it was a dollar bill that said <laughs> uh I'm money, I rule your life. <laughs> that was the first picture and the second picture was a picture of my face. Okay. Right? Believe it or not, here's the funny thing, and I think I wish I had gone to school for like social sciences or something, or an economist or I was an economist. Because there's a there's a study here that needs to be done about like somebody needs to take all the possible vectors of dating and like break it down to like what works and what doesn't work because that dollar bill got me more matches than I've ever had on this app before hmm. when I had nothing all I had was a dollar bill and no pictures of me and I have more matches okay I had matter of fact I had a dollar bill no profile information and just that that was it isn't that all of the uh, evidence you need I mean, I don't know, I guess. I was like, I am money, I guess, I don't know. So I sent that, so I had that, 
And one girl messaged, messaged me. She matched with me because I was just like swiped everybody. And one girl matched with me and she said, I get it. You're making a reference to like the dichotomy of man and blah, blah, from this movie. And I was like, you got it. You, you're right. I was like, cool. She's like, so when are you going to put a picture up? I put a picture up. I never heard from her again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not because I'm ugly. I'm definitely not ugly. I'm a good looking guy. But because she's probably like, I don't like black guys or I don't like fat black guys or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, if, if I looked at her, I'd be like, she's just not. It wasn't, it wasn't a chick I would have dated anyway. She was just like. Well, <laughs> she would if I was like a total Chadwick, you know. Like <laughs> Chad would be like all about that, but I'm, you know, she's just like your average, overly hot like twenty something, you know. Damn. Um, uh, Who wants that, right? Well, no. I, I mean, I know that girl. <laughs> put this way, I know that girl wouldn't date me. I just know she wouldn't. I'm a forty-one right. year old heavyset black guy. I know she's not gonna date me. Um, so I put my put a face picture up. And I didn't think anything of it. Like, I wasn't trying to catfish anybody or undersell the fact that I'm big. Matter of fact, in my profile, I put a reference to, I put a reference in there and said, I'm a huge freaking guy. A serial crusher, even. You know? <laughs> and I said, if you get that reference, then whatever. Extra points. You know, but I made a reference. I'm a big guy. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to lie or hold anything back for anybody. And I guess she probably thought, oh, this guy's catfishing me. I don't know what she thought. You know? Not that I went in there and I was like, what's up? You know, I mean, I was just sitting there. She's late as fuck, you know, being like a piece of shit. (sighs) Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I mean, that's what that was. So, anyway, I just got really, like, fucking fed up today. I was like, I'm done. I'm just Mm going to get off these fucking apps for a little bit. Um, Take a break from this. Um, That's not very helpful advice, but I guess it's better than nothing. It's You know, the thing is, most times you don't get even that. Yeah. You know, like, like, let's be completely straight and honest here. People don't have conversations about, like, sex and, oh, you did this wrong or you did this right. And people don't have conversations about dating. Like, this is why I won't date you. Once people decide that they're not going to date you, they're like, you're an invalid person and I'm not going to speak to you anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to risk insulting you and having you blow up at me because people do get, they're like, I don't want to hear that. Uh! You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's it's our the onus is on us to be like, I'm willing to learn from this. Please tell me what you can so I can be better. So it, even though it wasn't what I wanted to hear because I didn't think my weight was I know I'm a big guy, but I didn't think it was a huge problem because I know there's guys who just physically look fatter than me. Um and my fat is more distributed. Mm-hmm. It's not something I want to hear, but at the same time, I'm glad she said it because I, I was like, <clears> okay. <throat> I'll put a, a full body. James qualifying his fatness. No, I mean I, I know what it is. I got to lose weight. This is you, this, you this, carry this, it well. I got I got to lose weight. You know, simple as that. So mm-hmm. I mean I, I get what you're saying, but I think it was like I said, like you said, it's more than I would ever have gotten any other time. You know, I've asked women before and they've said nothing. Mm-hmm. They just stopped talking to me. I mean, I guess it's it's helpful in that respect because you can read between the lines of what she means by post a full body picture, but. Uh, you know, like, be yourself, yeah, of course you're going to. You're not going to get very far by putting on an act. If she was like, you talk a lot, or, like, you interrupt me when I'm telling a story, or, you know, yeah, something I, helpful like that. So that <clears throat> that told me, the be yourself comment told me that that was the way she started and ended with that. It was, she was capping she was she was opening with something that was like very generic and bland mm-hmm. and meaningless 
an ending with something she did the compliment sandwich james yes exactly she did a compliment (laughs) sandwich but she was like a critique sandwich two (laughs) worthless critiques and then the real problem Mm -hmm. you know because honestly when i first met her she was like her face was like (gasps) not like shock but i mean she was never we never connected so like she oh she she never and i really thought back on it i was like oh it was in her face like and i mean i don't know what I don't know. I guess I'm just used to being me, so I didn't think anything of it. You know, I'm not. Well, like I said again, I wasn't there, like, <gasps> like looking all like, whatever. You know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, so whatever it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that was that. That was that. So I went on that date. Um, Did you have just, a nice meal, or did you go out for coffee or whatever? No, I went to coffee. All right. Went to coffee. Yeah. Um. Uh, had a. Work is fucking stupid. It's a waste of time. Um, played some squad. What else did I do? We had a <clears throat> hung out last night with friends. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was it, man. My week's pretty empty, man. That's a little bonding sesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was good. We needed it. It was pretty good. I gave which... a brutal critique to some friends, but it was necessary. Stick it to him. Mm. Just honest, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? Just honest. I saw some things I didn't like, and I was like, I don't like these things. And I'm not mad at you. I still love you, but I, I don't like these things. And they were, everyone was like, okay, we all need to work harder. I was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> it was all good. It worked out. It was good. You think you got to do that with your friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got to be honest. Honesty is key. Whether it's relationships or a fresh date or your friends, you got to be honest. You got to say, this is how I feel. You know, your friends should accept that about you. If they don't, they're not your friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well said. Very good. <clears throat> well, uh, trying to think what happened with me this past week. Not not a whole lot. You know, a little, took a uh, couple of car rides. Yeah, you know, a little here, a little there. Right, back and forth, A to B. Mm-hmm. Um. Went to another barbecue last, uh, well, you know, last Saturday was the party we went to, but I'm sure we talked about that already. But Sunday, so after the show, I went to another barbecue at uh, someone else's house that we know, sort of. And that was a good time. Met some people I didn't know before and, you know, hung out with them and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's a good time. Get, get any dudes' numbers? Uh, you're funny. Almost. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that kind of party, Evan. Okay. Um, I mean, every party's that kind of party if you try hard enough. True. True. But that was a good time. You know, just, just hanging out in the backyard and kind of like what we were doing last night, actually. So it's kind of chillaxing without the, you know, deep beratement. Deep, deep meaningful <laughs> whatever uh-huh. but, um, but yeah other than that just for working and stuff you know I uh, had some little excitement on Thursday at work uh, a couple issues kind of all happened at once Yep. so I walk in and I had to immediately fix one problem then I had to go upstairs and fix another problem in the data center and so yeah that was fun like like it's like nothing happens like ever, and then everything happens at once, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though they're unrelated, it's very, 
very odd. But anyway, got it, got it worked out. So it's all good in the hood. Good. Now I'm going to ask you guys a bit of a strange question, but going back to Memorial Day and cookouts and hot dogs and hamburgers and everything, what do you think is the most American condiment? I know as a personal preference, Mike, you favor mustard. That would not be my choice for America's favorite condiment, though. Mayonnaise? Shut the fuck up. You know, that... I I honestly didn't even think about that. Condiment? I might have to argue that's, like, French or, like, Dutch. It probably is, yeah. I was going to say it's ketchup. Yeah. Definitely. I was also going to say ketchup. Mustard would be German. I don't, you know, vinegar would be. I mean, maybe if you consider that. I mean, they can all be from wherever. It doesn't mean they're not America's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would venture to say that ketchup is number one, mustard is number two. I might be wrong. I, I'm sure it's possible that mayonnaise is number two. But I mean, you're not going to slather mayonnaise on a hot dog unless you're a fucking psychopath. So. <laughs> You know, <laughs> how else are you gonna get it down your throat hole? Yeah, <laughs> he's like you slather the dog. bun in in mayonnaise, <laughs> yeah, like the outside yeah. of the bun. <laughs> yeah, just all over it. Oh, just coat it. It's a fucking savage, man. They're like Jesus Christ. Now, how do I eat this? I don't want to touch it. I didn't think this ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of uh, that delicious concoctions, Mike, did you ever pick up that mayo chup? I did. Thoughts? It's not bad. It tastes pretty much how you think it tastes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just repackaged uh, 50-50 mix of mayonnaise and ketchup. I mean, yeah, pretty much. It's like a tangier mayonnaise, you know, kind of. So Heinz got us, basically. You got, got, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got us. I mean, they, I think they're already selling it other places, and now they're just also selling it here. They now. successfully marketed a project that we all knew about in middle school. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, I don't, re- I don't recall ever mixing the two oh, I myself. But yeah. Because, you know, again, not a savage. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, for, it's, you know, not the French thing to do, is it? I don't know. Um, For someone you know, who takes such pride in the French language and his cultural heritage, it's you surprise me with what you don't care about sometimes. French Canadian, sir. Knocking yourself down a couple pegs. I wasn't going to mention that. But... <laughs> this guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep it up. Keep it up. I intend to. Uh-huh. All right. Well, if we're done talking about what's the most American condiment and insulting my lineage or whatever... um. Why don't we get into some news? Sure. So, on a on a high note, down in Virginia Beach, twelve people are dead. Okay. Yeah, bring me right up. Yep. So, who wants to talk about that? Oof. Nope. Yep. Well, we're gonna talk about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so on Friday afternoon, a guy who worked at for the city of Virginia Beach. Went into the office building where he worked. It's like they keep on calling it a municipal office building. Okay. 
and started shooting. Um, according to this, he killed 12 people. And then eventually he was shot by police and died on his way to the hospital. Honest question. If you walk into an office building, do you think you could shoot more than 12 people before the cops got there? You got a few minutes to do that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So this is a typical inefficient government worker just taking his rage out on the innocent people. I mean, he's probably overwhelmed right when it happened. He's a black guy. That's interesting. Really? Great. (laughs) And the first... Oh, this is good. Man, I should do this more often. I just... I put his, his name into Google image search and... The first link is, is race or mind control the reason that, it's like, wait, what? Is it an editorial written by that guy? I don't know, it's a, Dickie B on the streets? <laughs> because everything that's said behind closed doors is a lie. What? Oh what my god. At? I'm looking at some crazy ass article that I just sent you guys the link. Like it's it's the shooters podcast. Thank you. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't know, but anyway, so uh, it says that the cops were called minutes after. Um, they engaged him. I think twelve minutes after arriving. I don't think that's the case here. Whatever this guy's talking about, just fucking you shoot a cop, you're dead. I'm sorry. That just happens. It doesn't matter if you're white or black. If you legitimately shoot at a police officer, they're going to put you in a body bag. You know, you'll be lucky if you walk out, you know, wound, you know, fucked up for life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. They're essentially trained to kill you, so they're not going to, it's not going to be any like, oh, he survived with a wound to the leg. It's not going to happen. It says officers reached the scene within two minutes of the first emergency call. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Pretty Were they good. next door? I mean, they must have been right right there, or right around there. Virginia Beach police presence is pretty... Uh, it says within five to eight of... minutes of arriving at the building, officers located Mr. Craddock and immediately engaged in a gun battle. <laughs> he said the officers were not wearing body cameras. I guess they don't wear them down there. Um, is that a federal mm-hmm. mandate, by the way? No, no. Okay, it's, it's just if, something. All the, all the. It's like a recommendation that they started doing for you know all these things like Freddie Gray shit and all this other right. stuff. And so a lot of police departments are like, yeah, it's probably a good idea actually. And so they started doing it because that way, I mean, it also protects the officers from you know. He shot me for no reason, you know. Right. Nope. Hmm, so okay. we have the technology. <laughs> yeah. Might as well use it, you know? So I'm with it. But uh Yeah man, this is crazy. So they said of course he bought the guns legally, blah blah blah. Um a forty five caliber handgun with a sound suppressor. That I thought was interesting. Um and they said high-capacity magazines. I don't know if that's actually true or what they define as high-capacity. But 
for a 45, is it like anything over six shots? I mean, you could have a, a Glock, a Glock 21, which is a 45 caliber handgun, holds like 13 rounds by default. So, oh, okay. You know, I don't know. Wasn't there some recent uh, attempt to make anything over like six rounds in a semi-automatic illegal? I think they did that Jesus. in New York. They say he launched his attack after brushing his teeth and sharing pleasantries with a fellow co-worker. He brushed his teeth at the office? I guess so. I have to tell you something. Yeah, look out for there. those guys. Dude, when I see people doing that, I'm like, what is going on? Where did you read that? On New- the New York Post. Oh, well, they didn't say that in this article. But... All right. They said he shot someone in the in the parking lot and then went inside and started shooting. You know, but I don't know. Maybe that means the last thing he did before he left the house. Then I don't know. Hmm. They don't really go into details here. Hmm. Well, I don't. Again, I don't know what the answer is if there is one. But we were kind of talking about this last night a little bit. Arm everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about that. Arm the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. No. I don't know, man. You teach everyone hand-to-hand combat. James? This is crazy, man. I'm looking at the victims. They're just like regular people. Like one of the guys. Okay. All right. One of the guys here, here, when you look at the victims, he looks like an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Wow. He was probably the guy in the parking lot. Um, actually, two of them were like assholes. But the maybe they were carpooling. Just, I mean, I don't know. But the rest of them just like normal people. Like, there's a hot black chick here, a chubby white girl who probably has a big booty. You know, a cool looking old white guy who probably says shit all the time. Like another cool ass white guy. Um, a, a pretty decent young chick. A ch- a guy who looks like Rand, like an like an older, fatter version of Randy. Uh. Dude, it's fucking sad, man. Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. You know? Like, you're gonna go, I, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, noble, and I mean, I, I mean, maybe I'm being stupid saying bringing noble into this, but what happened to the world when a man, and I'm just gonna say men, but when a man thought, if I, put, if I engage in an act of violence, there has to be some meaning or nobility behind it. You know? Like, Killing unarmed people just—it's like the—it's like suicide to me. It's like literally the worst, most pathetic thing a person can do. You know, it's just the weakest, worst thing. You know, mm-hmm. and I just don't understand. I don't understand. Well, you are you know? not mentally detached from reality. Where are the mass fit fist fightings? You know, Ireland. Insane man went into went into the municipal building and started punching people. <laughs> That's that at least is an equal playground. You know what I mean? Like he punches somebody, some woman can get a good quick jab on his and his ribs and knock the wind out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like like let's do that. Let's do that. Work your fucking work your problems out with your fists on strangers. I, I'm all about that. I don't mind. You know, so I mass fisting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you actually addressed the problem, James, in a without. You know, without meaning, meaning to? to, yeah. Oh, uh, basically, there's no, there's no acceptable outlet for like anger anymore. 
Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Jesus. It's a picture of this guy covered in blood. Christ. And you know, PTSD is real, dude. It's so mm -hmm. real. Like, these people, like, you come out of this thing, you come out of here, and you were in there while he was shooting, and you're going to be fucking ruined. Like, you're, it'll be years before you're all together again, just because hearing gunshots that close to your head and, like, thinking you could be next is going to fuck with you. Because nobody, very rarely do we come with, like, we come to a point where we're like, this could be the end. Because we live in such a sheltered life. It's crazy, dude. This is this whole thing's mind-boggling to me. I still don't think guns are the problem. No, guns are the problem. We've already been up. We went over this last night, actually. You know, I was trying to. I was. I was. I. Was, I got like really worked up about. It. I feel bad. I yelled at uh, Dave's girlfriend. <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't yell at her, but I was like kind of snippy about her because she's like, we said. I think someone said, uh, like gun with a magazine or something or semi-automatic she's like who needs those who needs a semi-automatic and i was like that's all guns i was like any gun i was like i was like number one every if it's not like black cloud black powder or flintlock or whatever yeah it's exactly. semi-automatic i was like every gun well, you can have a bolt action rifle that's not semi-automatic yeah but that's okay. we're talking a technical we're talking from what <clears throat> they understand no i know they they think i get what you're saying james yeah. they think semi-automatic means fully automatic yeah. Which doesn't, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It um, shoots one round, then you have to shoot another round. Shoot one round, shoot another yes. round. Like, that's, you know, one You depress time. the trigger, and one round, one round leaves the gun. Out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, a semi, that's a semi-automatic gun. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but, yeah, even apart from that, I mean, you know. I don't know what the answer is either, man. I have no idea. You know? I think I will say that psychedelics. I think, I think this, yeah, that could be it. I, I think it's going to create more shootings. And the reason I say that is because people are going to go to work thinking nowhere is safe, and people weirdos in their office are going to do the slightest weird thing, and they're going to immediately be like, "That guy could be a shooter." Evan, hmm? are there metal detectors at your work? Yep. Do you have to go through one? Uh, I do now. Well, I will tomorrow. Really? Yeah. That's what about the, you, James? That's when the federal no. police take over security. No, at your job. No. Uh -uh. But they have metal detectors, but they're not for you. No, they don't. They no don't at all. Numbers. What if I'm a visitor? I'm just there visiting. You just walk in. You could easily go on a killing spree in my office. Without <laughs> a doubt. Uh, the security guards, most of them are like... They look like they're twenty year old, like twenty year old, like, hey, what's up, man? You mm -hmm. know, <laughs> like just random dudes, you know. But I mean, obviously, to Are get they armed? into a, mm, I don't think so. No, no, they're not. They're not armed. I've never. Seen Where do you work? On a military yeah, every base. every guard. Okay, well, I guess that counts for something. Every guard all, in my all job. Of our guards are armed. Is armed. Yeah, but you work in a facility that's not in a military base. Yep. And I, there's also a whole different level. There's an acceptable risk when you have people with clearances. Like, you can't enter my building without a, at least a secret security clearance. Mm -hmm. So everyone in my building is highly vetted to some degree, to a certain level at least. So I'm, I'm not saying that's an excuse because, honestly, people with security clearances go on killing sprees too. But I think it's probably – they're probably thought processes. Well, let, let's be honest. The security is not designed around mass shooters. You know? Right. 
if it was, they would have at least metal detectors. Because I've thought many times, just because of my nature, is to be like, where are the security holes? Where are the exploits? So I'm like, oh, I could bring a bomb or a gun or like a USB key full of viruses in here. You know, I could do, you could do, if you wanted to do something, you could do it. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's nothing to stop you from doing it. And I mean, even no- in my job, we have armed guards, we have metal detectors, but I don't have to go through the metal detectors because I have a badge, you know? Yeah, so I it's just, the same thing. It's the same I just thing go through. Me, I just except- go through the turnstile, show it to the guards. They're like, cool. Yeah, you're trusted. So they're like, okay. Yep. That's I, to me. I think that shouldn't even be a thing. I think I think they should. I think everyone should have to go. Through, if you're gonna have metal detectors, everyone needs to go through them. You shouldn't create this world where some are better than others. You know what I mean? Everyone should go through because that and that. The, the thing is, on my on the military base, I think you're probably less likely to do something like that, just because you're like, oh, there's military everywhere, and there's soldiers everywhere in my building. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you, if you pull a gun out and start shooting people. It's not going to be like if you went to a school, like a soft target, like a high school or something like that. Well, you know there was a shooting at the Navy Yard, right? I know. I know. Um, but And wasn't uh, there another shooting somewhere else? Uh, the guy threw a grenade into a tent at uh, Fort Hood. There you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I do know about the Navy Yard, absolutely. But in my office, if you did that... It's so wide open. The whole building's wide open. It's not like an old claustrophobic Navy Yard building that's made of brick. And it's like wide open building, huge sprawling places. You people can see you for like, they can see you for like, you know, three hundred yards across the building. Like it's very wide open. So James works you, in an airplane hangar. I mean, it feels like that in some cases. Like <laughs> to get to certain spaces is very honestly, wide. Honestly, open. Evan, the way you've described your building, it sounds like that to me. It is. <laughs> So if you just went, if let's say you started walking through there shooting people, it's unlike a school where people are going to be cowering in fear. There's going to be like 16 dudes running at you full bore, ready to fucking like take your fucking head off with their fists. I mean, it's just, that's just what's going to happen. You know, like it's not any shooting sprees aren't going to last very long. They're just not like it's just Marines. I mean, and then look, I don't know about Navy guys, you know, but. There's like Marines over there, combat Marines, and who've been in, Marines been in combat, all kinds of soldiers at every level. And, and when I was at Aberdeen Proving Grounds, it was all colonels and captains and shit. But here, it's all like fucking enlisted. And then there's a few high level guys, but you never see them. But they're all enlisted, and they're all like, a lot of them are combat vets, and, and they've been there and done that. You know, you see the ribbons and the fucking citations and stuff. So these guys are like, it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work in any serious way. You'd have to be really committed to like killing people, and really want to challenge yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like you're playing Time Crisis. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You thinking you're gonna get no Russian, and what you end up getting is like just fucking raped. You, you know what no Russian is, right? I don't actually. That's the scene, and I'm just it's fresh in my brain because of the COD video we're gonna talk about later. But um, that's the scene, the controversial scene in COD. Where they walk into the airport and the guy's like, "No Russian," and they kill they kill all the civilians. Hmm. It's really controversial. You don't remember that? Nope, never played oh. that. I mean, I'm surprised you never heard of it. So you walk in. I'm you're sure like, he first, did. He just doesn't remember. The game opens. The game. That's how the game opens. You're you are a CIA agent working for like a Russian, like undercover in a Russian. Organization. I don't think the game opens that way. I think it's like the third or fourth level or something. I don't know. Maybe who knows? But 
the game anyway. And then they added a patch so you could skip it. Yeah, because people are like, "Oh my god, it's so horrible." Yeah, but anyway, you you go in an airport and you just fucking come out of an elevator and it's like four of you guys and you just start gunning down everybody. I mean, just you just start killing everybody and they killed more than twelve people for sure. Mm -hmm. That I mean, you just walk through you walk through the whole airport just shooting people and people are running and screaming. It's fucking nuts. Honestly, it's a nuts thing. And I mean, I played through it twice. The first time I was just like, I was like mechanically kind of doing it, but just not looking. I was just like, okay. And the second time I didn't shoot at all. I didn't do anything. Um, And I hate to say that I was disturbed by that whole thing, but I kind of was. But I'm glad it was there because it felt real. It felt like it, 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 it gave you a gut check to who you were as a person, you know? Could you sit there and enjoy this? Like, are you, like, the kind of person who could be, like, even though this is digital violence, could you sit there and, like, fucking gun down people who weren't fighting back and weren't trying to kill you, you know? Those are the easiest targets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Women and children, those are the easiest. Yeah. Yeah. Because just don't lead them so much. It's like those those silly (laughs) mom boys trying to protect their kids. It's two for one. Yeah. Aim for the heart. It'll pass right through the baby. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. All right. Well, I don't know where we're going with all that, but... Uh, Something yeah, that about violence a... and video games and uh, parents <clears throat> overreacting, shooting. And, you know, Virginia Beach and... Yeah. Yeah. I have... One of my cousins won't let her... I want to say he's like 10. Like her 10-year-old play, you know... Any kind of shooter game. She mentioned Fortnite in some Facebook post. And I get it, but she's definitely the kind of person who is like blaming, you know, the tool for the crime. And she's like, I think her argument was that it, it makes him mad. And I was, I was about to say like, nope, lag makes you mad or like losing makes you mad. You know, the, the sh- the shooting game itself is just a game. I don't I, I don't get people who they go through the world same as us, and they think that the they're like well the world is mad, so why would you want your child to play a game and be mad? You know like they they play they're like oh you're getting angry and upset this is it's gun violence that does this dude the world is a cold hard fucking mistress who is just giving you a sandpaper hand job. <laughs> and she won't stop, even if you're bleeding and crying, and and even though you're bleeding, crying, and still coming, she's like, I don't care if your dick is sensitive right now. We're gonna keep this sandpaper hand job because there's nothing up left, nothing left but your fucking urethra. Like that's the fucking that's life. We might even it, add a little bit of lemon juice and salt. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just don't I even. <sighs> you can't protect your kids from everything, and you definitely shouldn't blame this stuff on things that have been around forever, like. Video games and gun violence. Doesn't mean you have to let your ten-year-old play the airport scene and. No, and I I don't think you have to. Like (laughs) we're gonna talk about this later with Call of Duty because the new Call of Duty is coming out and it's supposed to be pretty lit. Um, and it's the controversy is already being become a stir about this. We'll talk about it later, but I think the right presentation of real war violence is a good thing. You know, like Mm -hmm. Fortnite kind of. Fortnite, the stuff like Fortnite is a stuff that I think is dangerous because it cartoonifies that level of violence. Um, 
and I don't think it's dangerous but I'm saying it's the kind of thing that kind of like deadens you to that kind of gunplay. And yeah. I mean, that's all games, you know what I mean? Right. All games that have cartoony style, like extreme violence, it, you know, it just cartoonifies gunplay. But then you have something like the Call of Duty franchise, the Call of Duty single uh, franchise that kind of it, back in the day and not most recently, but back in the day, it tried to give you a riveting story about people, pain and war and how war is hell and people die and the people you love and the characters you love die. So, and then you get betrayed and all that kind of stuff. It was really good at that. And they bring it back, which I'm really excited about. But anyway, let's, let's go ahead. <clears throat> all right. On a somewhat lighter note, uh, according to this article, the story on, uh, on PBS, the PBS news hour, um, they're saying after decades of pushing bachelor's degrees, the U S needs more trades people. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You make very good money. If you get into you know, plumbing or HVAC, a couple of years of that under your belt, you'll be making, you know, probably 70, something like that. Right. Than that probably. Um, and so. They're saying California is going to spend $6 million on a campaign to revive the reputation of vocational education and $200 million to improve the delivery of it. What does um, that mean? Delivery? Oh, the delivery of trade education. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And it's said, Yang, it, he's been saying that, dude. It, <laughs> yeah, they're saying here, uh, Emery said the decades-long national push for High school graduates to get bachelor's degrees left vocational programs with an image problem and the nation's factories with far fewer skilled workers than needed. Well, there's always the the old comparisons. Like, if you don't go to school, you'll end up being a garbage man. Then you're like, oh, he makes, you know, 65 grand a year, has great benefits, retirement plan and everything, and you are working at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, exactly. And he has, uh, he's not paying any college loans. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He can feed his kids. It's amazing. It's amazing what driving a car, picking up a little garbage, and then going home at a fine hour does for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. The smile the smile of a man with retirement is an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh only eight percent of undergraduates are enrolled in certificate programs, which tend to be vocationally oriented. So that's uh, across the U.S. I have a feeling those numbers are quite a bit different in like Europe and Russia, and that um, I don't know about South America, but you know, trades are actually well respected. Right. Mm-hmm. Sought after and everything. Wouldn't you want to be like a, a blacksmith, Mike? I mean, minus honestly- the heat. The jobs we do right now are almost a trade. Uh, yeah. okay. I mean, none of us have a college degree. Well, maybe you have an associate's, mm-hmm. but I mean, none of us have a bachelor's or a master's or anything. And it is mainly like, I mean, it's, it doesn't f- seem like it exactly, but it is kind of like grunt work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, does it take more brains? Like, uh, I don't know. Not really, you know. It's like, you know. Uh, 
about to go into Liam Neeson for a second. It's like, I have a very special set of skills I've acquired over the years. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> He's like, then I was taken. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, what we do is almost, I mean, James went to trade school, right? Didn't you go to a... I went to a trade... You went to test, right? In, uh... Oh, yeah, I did go to trade school. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did. Test was a trade school. And it was for computer shit, right? Well, yeah, I took TV VCR repair and computers. TV <laughs> VCR repair? Yeah, so their computer course oh, man. was like still very new at the time. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, our electronics course. Right. Which gave you an electronics engineering certificate. The electronics course was TV VCR repair and then basic networking, which all was like MS Kermit and coaxial token ring networks and shit like that. There was no, like, Windows or RJ45 or, like, how networks or switches worked. There was none of that. Yeah, but see, with all that, I know it sounds silly, like, TV VCR repair, <laughs> you know, now. But, I mean, that gives you a good basis for, like, electronics and stuff. Like, you know, I basically know nothing about electronics, right? So, like, I don't know, like, if I had to solder something, I could, like, barely do it and probably fuck it up. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we live in a world where, like, nobody throw keeps anything anymore like my do my my stepfather and i know why he does this because he just came from a world where you don't throw things away like this but he had he he i was baffled he called he told me he's like the tv is broken i was like oh you guys want to get a new one he's like no i just ordered the circuit board online I was like, what are you talking about he's like yeah there's a website you can just order all the circuit boards you know he's like he's like, ordered it put it in done i was like cool and it worked and then another TV he sent somewhere and got fixed. He took took it to a guy and got it fixed. Mm-hmm. So, and I think we've done that before, Michael. We took it. Didn't we take a TV somewhere, you and me? Uh, probably, but not not a flat screen. No, I thought we took took a TV down somewhere in uh, Four Corners to get fixed somewhere. I mean, Maybe I have somewhere. I have definitely taken a TV to a TV repair shop more than once in my life. Was it with you? I don't recall. Okay, but... so I took a TV with someone. I thought it was a flat screen to four corners and got it fixed by a guy in four corners who has a little shop that he does. He repairs vacuums and TVs, but that's, I mean, that sounds familiar, but I, I think that's very like, I'm glad this is a resurgence of this because we have to get back to a world where we're like, not everything's not so disposable. You well, know, because stuff, isn't, like, isn't there a whole thing now where people are meeting and fixing each other's shit? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's like it's like a maker fair, but it's not that. It's oh, yeah, I never heard like of that. a repair fair. You have to find find a link so I can go there and start meeting chicks there. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but yeah, that sounds interesting. You have to find a link. Uh, yeah, I'll have to research that. We'll we'll figure it out, but um. Yeah, man. So they're trying to trying to bring trade back. Good, and not not the trade with China, but right. A learn a trade, which Let's bring the tariffs back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, next up, this is. I didn't really know where else to put this, so I just put it in here. Mm-hmm. Um, HP. Or really, HPE mm-hmm. has purchased Cray. 
Good for them. They gonna start making furniture now, also. Uh, maybe. We really, we really need to bring back, bring furniture back to the data center. You agree? Computers, computers that are also furniture. Yeah. I mean, because you could be working on a system for a long time, and you need a seat. Right. I mean, look at me. What do they expect us to like stand for minutes on end? I mean, <laughs> who do they think they're hiring? They said the deal is valued at one point three billion dollars. Why? Which doesn't seem like a lot. How to me? How is Cray relevant to that kind of money anymore? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm a little confused by that myself. Cray, which was founded in 1972 by Seymour Cray, yeah, is currently contracted to build two of the world's fastest supercomputers for two U.S. Department of Energy labs, the Oak Ridge National Laboratory and the Argonne National Laboratory. Okay. So they're probably factoring in those contracts into the value. Because otherwise, if you told me Cray was worth, you know, $40 million, I'd be surprised. Yeah, basically. But, oh, okay. That's, uh... They are promising to build uh, the computers, or they'll, be, they'll have exascale performance. With raw performance power of excess of 1.5 exaflops, or a quintillion calculations per second. It's impressive. Whew! Numbers so large, they're meaningless. Such It says such exascale computer systems do not yet exist. And it makes sense HPE would want its own stake in upcoming exascale opportunities. It says there's a growing market. That'd be great if someone asked them, uh, was like, so how are you planning on, on rolling this out? They're like, oh, we're going to, you know, it's Amazon Cloud stuff, pretty standard. <laughs> yeah, right. Apparently IBM makes the two, world's two fastest supercomputers right now. So... This will hopefully uh, overtake them. I wonder if they're just going for records at this point, or is there a reason why they need like the two world's fastest supercomputers? And are the two world's fastest supercomputers really anything more than just a whole bunch of individual computers in a location? I mean, yeah, it's a whole bunch of computers basically linked together. So is it so. limitless? They're just like, yeah, we're just, we're just putting in more hardware. We have the world's largest supercomputer now. Well, we sort of. But, I mean, you have to write the software that makes it all work together and, you mm -hmm. know, all that kind of shit. And the the fabric and the fabric, you know. Right. So they can all talk to each other. Like, they're not just plugging Ethernet cables into them, you know. Like, here you go, you know. Right. So... Do you know what the fastest networking is now? Uh, is it is there like terabit networking? I know there's a there's hundred gig, but it's got to be faster than that. I was like, I know we have ten gig. Yeah, and forty. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And hundred. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's like four hundred if they just you know, team the shits together or what. Anyways, I thought you might might have gotten some kind of memo on that, you know. I know you're in the know, Mike. 
I'm not. I'm really not. That's the thing. Really what are you not. doing with this full time position? <laughs> what full time position? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jokes. So at my job, people are classified as one of two things: contractors or FTE, which means full time employee, aka a federal employee. Mm-hmm. I am not an FTE, so. Not with the attitude. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Okay. All right. Moving on to uh, the soft got? paywall article. This is the one thing I just wanted to sort of mention. Um, the invasion of IoT slash smart devices and everything. Um, Amazon, Echo, Alexa, whatnot. Always looking for more market share. Well, someone had the great idea to give discounts and you know, possible special hardware modifications and versions to uh, outfitters of apartment buildings and new rental properties. So, you know, in five years, if there's an apartment building being uh, constructed and you move in when it opens, there might be a decent chance that whether you like it or not, Amazon's listening for commands. It might be through another app. That has other controls. It's like, you know, uh, some, an example they use in the article is a future tenant might be able just to say, you know, presume they're walking through the hallway and say, pay my rent. And then the speaker hears you and pays your rent. That might be appealing to some people, but, you know, may, it may or may not be disclosed in your lease. Who knows? But, uh, I, I guess these things aren't going away. Just thought it was interesting to mention. Hmm, that is interesting. So they're they're getting these apartment buildings to install all their devices. Yep. Now that could be lights, um, thermostat. speakers, thermostat, locks. Since Amazon has the you know thing where they can you can authorize a delivery person to come in your house now with. Whatever lock they have, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. <sighs> Crazy. I kind of think that's cool, but at the same time, I just wish you could opt out. As long as you can opt out, I think it's fine. It's going to cost. That'd <laughs> be great if they have certain apartments that are like off grid. Not really, but you know they they charge more for them. You're laughing about that, but I'm sure that's going to be a thing. It probably will be. Yep. I believe it. It's like, would you like to be not monitored 24-7? That'll be an extra $75 a month. Yeah, I wouldn't, that one's rather at all. They'll Pretty say, much. Oh, yeah, we have to charge you more because we can't monitor the H the devices. Or they're, they're going to give you discounts for you having this stuff, yeah, because they're like, oh, yeah, we can make your apartment super efficient, so it'll cost less. So, yeah, it'll be, they'll incentivize it. Amazon, if they're smart, they'll subsidize the whole thing. They'll start with one building and just increase, 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 increase. Yeah. As of right now, I think they're just offering discounts, but they might go see it, you know, take off as uh, being successful and just go go at it. That's a terrifying, that'd be a terrifying world right there, though. It's like 1984 is not supposed to be a documentary. Yeah, basically. Or a, a, a field guide. Yeah, I don't want to live in a world where a big corporation owns my apartment building and 
their like like an Amazon and their everything they do is data driven because that's just scary, man. You know, when not like my apartment complex is obviously owned by a large corporation now, but they don't. There's no data. You know, like they just know this guy pays money and he comes and goes, and then right. at the end of that time. We charge him more money or or give him money back depending on the state of the apartment as he leaves it to us, mm-hmm. you know? But I would hate for apartments to be like, oh, he comes and goes in these times, turn all the electricity off in his apartment while he's not there. Or, oh, he this is the, you know, HVAC thing, we're going to monitor this, and oh, the refrigerator, we're going to monitor that, and da 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 Like, it's just, uh, oh, the water usage, it's just, it, it just it's too much. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to do it on their property, sure, but it just, uh, it's just a little much for me. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Well, why don't we move on to some entertainment news? So, first up, uh, I have a link here. It just says vomit. So, good advice. It's about a movie called The Perfection on Netflix. It's a horror movie and it's making people literally sick. These are weak-stomached people. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Mike's sitting in there eating his mayonnaise-covered hot dog buns. Like, this movie's great. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, it says there's a scene where this girl gets sick and she throws up on a bus. And then you can see the vomit and there's bugs wriggling around in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> She needs to go on a vegan cleanse to get rid of all the parasites. So this uh, movie stars Allison Williams. Name's familiar. Um, she was in Get Out, and okay. she was in another. She was in a TV show. I don't remember the name of it now, but it was on Showtime or something. Um, she's uh the guy the guy from the news Williams. Brian? Yeah. His daughter or something. Gumble to gumble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't get out and us. And then the other girl in this is from the movie uh, Dear White People. Hmm. I'll have to procure this by some means. Or you can just use the Netflix account that I gave you access to. Um, well... Well, I'll see if I still have, uh, I probably still have your, uh, your message about that in my Google history. Um, I was going to say, without being sick. Oh, yeah. Have anyway, have you guys seen any commercials? Emu, Lebu. Have you seen no. that? Okay, I'm going to find that ad. There's an ad with, basically, it's Liberty Mutual. And oh, yeah. <laughs> they have the Emu. You see yeah. that? I've seen a couple of them, yeah. They're, they're pretty funny. Uh, one of the ones that I just, I'm like, how's this a thing? Now, it's fucking hilarious, don't get me wrong, but I'm still like, how's it a thing? Is like, she eats, the the, 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 the the emu is eating, like, whatever's in this drawer, and the guy <laughs> turns around, he's like, so what do you think, lemu? And the emu's like, Bleh! and he, like, fucking vomits coins and all kinds of random shit in a disgusting pile on his desk. And he's like, you're right. It's sickening. And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
I was like, how's the thing? And the glass is like, like the emu throws up and then the head comes back and it's sunglasses like, it's like, uh. I mean, it looks great. It's funny, but it's fucking great. Oh, and the emu is just a, a hand puppet. It's CIG and a puppet. Yeah. I had to look it up because it looks really good. I've, I've seen the ones where it's uh the guy, like I'll say the, the, the buddy cop. Talking to people on the street about life insurance or whatever, eating a hot dog, since we're talking about hot dogs. And the emu was like, had a hard day and it's like pecking at its own reflection in a window. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to put a, a link to that in the extras. Um, all right. Next up, the highest honor. Mm hmm. Ming Na Wen. She is going to be honored by Disney. They're going to name her a Disney legend, which is Disney's highest honor. What? It's like the Croix de Guerre. No. Um, what? The what, Mike? <laughs> the Croix de Guerre. The uh-huh. War Cross. Come on, man. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Like you guys haven't taken nine years of French. I mean, come on. Why is Ming Na Wen being honored? And what what is the Disney's highest honor? Is like saying Fruit Loops <laughs> best tasting. Oh, I mean, I just <laughs> come on, really? Who cares? Ah, uh, there. Uh, so it's because of her uh, role as Mulan, the voice of Mulan in the 1996 movie, and also her role as Agent Melinda May in Agents of Shield. Which I guess Disney now owns, right? Okay, whatever. This is dumb. It says the Disney Legends Award is the highest honor we can bestow. It's a recognition of talent, a celebration of achievement, and an expression of profound gratitude to the remarkable men and women who have made an indelible mark on our company and our creative legacy. So the, the men and women who have made us filthy fucking rich. The fuck out of here! Well, this yeah, is bullshit. In my head, and I was like, "Start giving Disney? out a fucking award. Give a like, give a fucking a year." To, James, here's your lifetime achievement award. Uh, you've made an indelible, indelible mark on my apartment when you were there that that time. You know, I mean, come on, it's so stupid. It's so I dumb. will consider handing out awards for uh, uh, appropriate accomplishments. Shit, I'm gonna start giving awards out. I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent gonna start doing it. Why am uh, I not doing it? Other Why people, am I not giving out awards? other people that have received the award already include Steve Jobs, Stan Lee, and George Lucas. Um, other people that people here compared to any of those people, by the way. Other people that are gonna receive it include Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, James Earl Jones. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer? Yes. None of these actors deserve any high-level award. They're just fucking actors. They just, like, really did a job and got paid a million zillion dollars for it. Like, they didn't create anything. Bita? I'm not bitter. I'll, I'll agree they didn't really reinvent acting. Yeah. It's not like... like okay, They're not Steve Christian Jobs, He's, like... He, he, <laughs> he made a company that created an amazing computer that allowed for lots of Lots of videos and movies that we have now to exist. 
and and uh, you know uh, Hans Zimmer. I mean Hans fucking Zimmer. Of course, give him an award. They need to fucking just pay have someone on tat on like on you know retainer to suck that guy's dick. You know, um, fucking all the other people you named. Yes, a hundred percent deserve it. But Bette Miller, Robbie Downey Jr., Ming Na Wen. Very, I like her very much. I like Robbie Downey Jr. Bette Midler is a great singer, but I just like no. Why? This is dumb. I don't understand. I just don't. It's like really strange. John Favreau, cool, but I don't understand. He's just a fat guy, a fat director. I mean, well, now he's yeah. a fat guy. He was fat before. Well, no, he was fat he was and just, Rudy. Yeah, before he was just like a fucking swole dude who was also fat. He was a fat swole guy. He's like one of those fat guys who you're like, man, that guy's strong. He's strong fat. Right. But if you took your so, shirt off, you'd be like, Ugh. Is that what they say about you? <laughs> no. Are you strong fat? Soft fat. <laughs> Mike, I thought uh, there was some loophole in all Disney contracts. It's like they have legal authority over people's names. So it's like Disney is now officially renaming Ming-Na Wen to Mulan. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> But also kind of hot. No I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I've I've never seen but, Milan, obviously, so I wouldn't know. But it's like I respect uh, their forcible use of contractual power. I do. Um. So yeah. All right. So congrats to them. James is like fuck them. That's fine. Let's see. Next up, we have a. Uh, we're gonna talk about some kind of trailer here. What's the, what's this? Something about blood? Rambo. Oh, yeah. So, I think that's just uh, the video I put up there. Yeah, I just want to get you guys' opinion. Yeah, it's just a YouTube video. Yeah, so you, so Rambo 5, yeah, that's a thing. We talked about this last night, Mike, Michael, just a little bit. But, yeah, that's a thing. I, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Um, I'm pretty happy with... Uh, well, I mean, this one looks decent. And the previous one was... Very in line with Rambo. So, I mean, I'm happy that choosing to revive the series several decades later turned out well. Well, let's see, when did the last one come out? Like 10 years ago? More? Yeah, yeah it was like 10 years ago. So I Wasn't that the, long? Wow. Yeah, I watched a retrospective on his on all of Rambo. 2008. Movies. Yeah, so about 10 years. A little more, 11. But I watched a retrospective on all the different movies, and they were talking about it, like how all the trouble, like they had a bunch of problems with the movies and uh, everything, getting them done. But yeah, I find it really interesting, honestly, like the way it's all kind of panned out. Um, I, I just, but I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I'm hoping it's not going to be a traditional take on Rambo. Like four wasn't really a traditional take on Rambo, and he said, it's funny, Rambo almost was, this is what it almost was, okay? And matter of fact, it was almost many things. Rambo 5 was almost many things, but this, one of the iterations of it was Rambo with a an elite special forces team and his junior and a, and, and a younger, a younger guy, a younger special forces guy, his name's like Billy Badson. It's like, a, the name was like that, like a superhero-y type ca- character name. And it was like, they go to the Antarctic to find a genetic mutation gone wild, you know, made by a rival uh, a rival government. 
that a syndicate or something. It was like it spliced DNA uh, from illegal genetic experiments. Is going crazy. And he's he's headed south, and they have to go stop him. And I was like, no, don't do this. <laughs> and I was like, that's the predator. Stop. You know. <laughs> um, uh, so they didn't do that. They ended up doing something completely different, um, which I think is going to be like a human trafficking story. It seems mm-hmm. like. But, I mean, I think we've seen the unstoppable OP hero go somewhere to kidnap, to save a kidnapped kid and goes on a killing spree in the process. Like, I think we've seen that story. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen Man on Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And we've it's probably it. more gritty and it was way grittier and darker, you know, and it had more, like, heartfelt moments than I think Randy Rambo ever, ever has. Like, Rambo is, like, it's... What's that movie series where he has all the celebrities? Expendables? Expendables? Yeah, Expendables to me is like Rambo 6 and 7. It's like John Rambo meets friends. Like, that's what it is. That's what Rambo used to be. It was like dumb, fun, like, oh, shoot him up. You know, that's what it was. I mean, not really. If you watch the first movie, man, it's very, uh, you know, it's very, like, like, literally, like, I think one person dies in the entire movie. And it's just, it's really about him, like you know, coming back from the war and, like, being treated like shit and... Yeah, it was more, like, social... Well, no, yeah, that was, the, that was like, the only one that was like that. Although, you know what's funny? The guy who wrote First Blood, he said that Rambo 4 was the most, the closest to his vision of what Rambo should be. Oh, um, so an insane killing spree? Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll see his vision from First Blood come to fruition in Rambo last blood. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see. Um All right, that's it. That's all I had on that. <clears throat> all right, cool. Well, looks like that's coming out in September or something. That should be interesting. Uh, yeah. So guess what else is coming out? Mhm. Jesus. Please don't do that. Mhm. I like it so far. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> impressive. Impressive. For no. anyone just listening, we're watching the trailer for Terminator 6. Shows the return once again of Arnold and Linda Hamilton. Featuring a rocket launcher. I approve. It's going to uh-huh. be good. It's going to be great. And James Cameron is back. It's going to be as great. The, as a producer. So Terminator... Three was eh. Four and five were like bleh. So it's probably going to rank... So two, one, two, and six are definitely going to be the top three. Oh, that's right. This is the direct sequel to Terminator 2. So he's, like, throwing away all the other stuff. Yeah, they're throwing away the other ones. Good. Now, to be honest, I don't mind the other movies as much as a lot of other people do. But that's probably because just I'm a Terminator fan nut boy, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. You know, anything they have, I'm like, yes. The TV show, yes. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, Give my it to God. Me, you know? I forgot about that. Like, everything. <laughs> I mean, you're right, though. I'll be I'll, look. There's sometimes <laughs> you see a thing, and you're like, "This is bad," but the, those other movies weren't bad on their face. 
yeah, they I mean, just you... weren't like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? But they weren't like horrible. Like, you, I mean, I've seen, I, we've all seen the Christian Bale like one is not bad. bad the know? Christian Bale was... one is not bad. And the one after that, which is Terminator Genesis, is actually not bad. I just rewatched it the other day and I was like, that's movie's pretty crazy, actually. <laughs> like, it's not bad. We do need to be objective, though, because when we're, we're fans of a franchise like Star Trek and we see an objectively bad production like Enterprise, um, you know, we really need to take a step back. Whoa, 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 and, whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, man. He's just going to just, oh. you know, slip a shot in without. <laughs> He's going to put that knife under my rib cage. And just just going to have to say, right once there, again, Deep like, Space on, Nine man. is the best Star Trek series to date. It's funny. Yeah, that's, that's my least favorite say. one. So, I don't... I, okay. As well, you know, once, everyone is allowed to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't hate Deep Space Nine. And there are some episodes I like. Like, we're the one where they get trapped on the station and Gul Dukat shows up like, ha-ha, you dumbasses. Mm-hmm. And then he gets trapped on the station. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great episode. You know, the slaves are escaping from the ore processing unit or whatever. Aren't you know? they actually on Empoknor? Not Teraknor? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was Teraknor, but I, I'm... Maybe you know something I don't, Evan. I'm so. actually thinking of a different episode. They were... They were looking for. Oh, like, you're some right. They went to another to one. Yeah, yeah they, they went, went to. They went and, to like the sister station. Yeah, that was like and, abandoned or something. Yeah, and, and like triggered some, uh, you know, dormant Cardassian agents who tried to kill them. Right. That's yeah. That's different. That's different. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, this one was on Deep Space Nine. Like Chief O'Brien and like Jake are trying to do something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they end up triggering something and get locked in a room, and they're like, "Well, what?" You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything they do just like makes it worse. You know, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Terminator Six, I'm excited about it. So get this, I didn't realize this till the till the other day because I was rewatching Terminator Genesis. So the person who plays Sarah Connor in Terminator Genesis is Amelia Clark. Yes. Amelia Clark is known for Game of Thrones. Yes. Lena Hedy, or Hedy, however you say her name, mm-hmm. also played Sarah Connor in Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles and is also on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I did not put all that together until like two days ago. I was like, both Sarah Connors or two Sarah Connors are there? Like, that's crazy. I wonder if they call each other, well, called. Each other, Sarah, on set is a joke. <laughs> They're just missing Linda Hamilton or her identical twin sister. Yeah, I was about to say, or her sister. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Terminator. I think that's coming out in November. Perfect. So we just got to make it till November, James. Then we can, you know. Shuffle up this motor coil. Exactly. Shuffle That's somewhere. Ex- exactly the words I was thinking in my head, and you said them. Perfect. So there you know. go. All right. So next up, game theory. Looks like we have a certain uh, a certain game to talk about here. What do we got? 
Yeah, Call of Duty. Uh, so something's been happening in the Call of Duty franchise. Uh, sales have been falling for the last five years. Um, they're losing out, losing market share. Um, Does it have anything to do with them basically releasing the same game for 15 years? So, before we go there, Michael said, so we, me and Michael talked about this earlier today before the show, right? And Michael said, is it because of the free games, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't yeah. think so. I think I, said, I think that might be part of it, but I don't really think that's the core of the problem. And I think Evans hit the nail on the head. I think the problem is they've released the same game over and over again. Now, now hold on one second there about that, though. Releasing the same game over and over again isn't necessarily a problem because the audience continues to be grown anew. Right. So they can, can they can just keep releasing stuff, and you and I will be like, yeah, this is this is this is the first multiplayer Call of Duty again, basically in another time zone with the same engine. Mm-hmm. There's something special about it. Um, and you know, or they just put wall jumping or whatever in there or sliding. You know? <coughs> and then there's going to be some 13 year old who's like, this is amazing. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Um. So, but one thing, there's one trend happening right now, which is like, people are like, and I think this is where the free games come in, you can get a great multiplayer experience for nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and one that's less toxic and less like, hey, motherfucker, your mom sucked my dick yesterday, you know what I mean, which is like notorious, you know, COD is notoriously a toxic place to play games, right? Yeah, lots of twelve year olds with big mouths. Yeah, you're telling me that doesn't happen in Apex Legends, or sure it does. But or... Apex Legends, it's it's you can literally. You can I was gonna call it Frontline. What's it called? <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. Apex, There's Apex no proximity Legends. chat. Yeah, Apex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fortnite doesn't have chat, does it? Only team chat. Team chat. Yeah, but not yeah, not like chat against your enemies, and neither right. does uh, mm. COD. COD, you can't. I mean, not COD. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Fortnite? No, we said Fortnite and oh, Apex, Apex Legends. Apex, Apex Legends, you yeah. can't talk to other teams. You can only talk within your team, and you can actually mute everybody and play the game without talking to anybody because their contextual chat system, their contextual uh, marking system, allow makes it is really super flexible. So, I don't think it's a little different. But um, in COD, you know, pre and post game, you can yell at people and go absolutely ham if you want to. Um. So that's definitely a problem. But then also I think COD it just really like brought nothing to the table. And then you have the whole thing of like everybody's pissed at EA for one reason or another. You know, for you know, how the games are made, how, how the developers are treated or or origin like kind microtransactions of sucks. And th- origin sucks. I mean, there's all these this long grocery list of reasons why these game developers are bad, right? And I think there's all those add up to that. You know, people are like, well, I'll just get a free game. And then the other thing is, why would you pay for a sixty dollar game with no single player content just for multiplayer? Mm-hmm. If you don't like multiplayer, like if you like, if you don't like if you don't care about the zombie mode or you don't care about playing Nuketown, you know. Um, and I was talking to that girl I was talking to on a date who was an avid COD player. She said, oh, there's constant replayability because I get into new fights every time. Um, and, but she says I'm running – she told me she told me I'm running out of challenges. And I totally got that. I understood where she was coming from. Uh, see, to me, 
a game like COD only challenges one aspect of your skill, which is like the 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 physical and actual skill of shooting an opponent and quick quick twitch reaction and target recognition, which are definitely valuable skills in gaming, one hundred percent. Like they're the the top talent, the top skill you should have if you want to be a professional gamer or you just want to game well, you know. But then gaming can teach you so many other things and do so many other things, you know. Uh, at any rate, I digress. So the game, you know, Call of Duty franchise bounces between two different companies on and off every year. So every year a different company has it. Uh, and so they have two years to work on their next release. So because of a problem with the current developer, Call of Duty pulled it, or there was a, there's beef between Infinity Ward and the other company, and they pulled it from one of the two companies, and now they gave it back to Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward is the ones who brought us uh, Call of Duty with, like, Ghost and Roach and, you know, uh, the British guy with the beard that everyone loves from when, when Call of Duty... The, so when you think of the Call of Duty's best multiplayer moments, I mean, not multiplayer, but single-player moments... It's Infinity Ward who's responsible for it. Uh, so they Infinity Ward has it this year, and the trailer honestly speaks for itself. I thought it looks really great, and they're doing us like a a hard reboot, but they're bringing back the old characters. So basically, they're bringing back the characters people love, and hopefully this time they're not going to kill them off. You know, last time Infinity Ward killed them all off, um, and I think they've learned their lesson. They're like, yeah, we need to cultivate. We built something really nice. Everyone loves it. Everyone, it was everyone's favorite. You know, let's let's build on that success and let's create let's retell that story. And that's what they're doing. And apparently the whole thing and I got my notes. I haven't even looked at it. Um, I let my notes. So single players back. OK, there's co-op. Never had co-op before. It'll be nice. No single passes. Uh, free DLC. Uh, sorry, that's a single passes. No season passes. Um, it's cross platform. So it's going to work good. with everything, which would be nice. Uh, Michael's like, Evan's like, good, I'll get this and stomp on Xboxers next. Yeah, um, console plebs, eat my when dick. You, when you say cross-platform, what exactly does that mean? So all the consoles. And PC, Xbox, PlayStation can play together. Yeah, exactly. Which is not normal. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. So they will be able to play together. Yes. Yes. Wow. Can any games do that now? Several. Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite you can. And Apex can, right? Um, I don't know. I think I was told that. no. Yeah. I was told no. I know no. Fortnite can. I don't. I thought Apex could, but maybe not. But um, and so the story is supposed to be ripped from the headlines, very up to date, um, and it should be spicy as fuck. Like they're prepared for a spice fest. Okay, so the first mission there's a terrorist attack in. Piccadilly Circus, or not the first mission, but one mission that the reporter saw. There's a terrorist attack in a Piccadilly Circus, and the SAS go into a ha- into an apartment building. And the way the writer, the author, wrote it was they go into the apartment building and proceed to kill everyone in the apartment building. <laughs> um, and then the, while they're looking for evidence at the end, you hear a baby crying somewhere in the building. <laughs> so it's supposed to be like some deeply shocking material. I don't know. I seriously, I, I don't think, never, so far yet, Infinity Wars never made a game where you, never made a mode that where you weren't, where you were the good guy and you killed a bunch of civilians. 
unless it was some kind of flashback about specifically killing civilians. You know? Um, I don't think... So I don't think that's what happened. I think that this person is like a liberal fuckboy and he's like, oh my god, they had a gun and people were there. You killed innocents. You know what I mean? But maybe the... maybe I'm hoping that there were signals saying these guys are the terrorists. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, So it was described they say the gameplay that they saw was described as right up there it was like they're like you are playing live leak helmet cam footage from afghanistan like that's what it is hmm. that's what the gameplay is like so i'm pretty interested in it i mean obviously that's right up my my fucking alley i love real i like the 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 war is hell darkness grittiness of war i hate the cartoonification of war so i, I i'm excited about this you know, um, it just depends, though. You know, we'll see. It, it's still COD. You know, I'll buy it. I'm never going to play the multiplayer at all because it's just a cesspool. Um, and I'm too slow. I'm not going to lie. I'm too slow. I can't play it. I'm not any good at it. But I think it'll be, uh, I'll pick it up, you know. Watch the trailer. It's in the show notes. You guys, I think you guys will enjoy it. Yep. Just speaking generally to, like, the spike and decline of, uh, game popularity and you know constant release schedules and updates and everything. Um, I'm not a fan of DLC, microtransactions, ruined games. Um, because people, you just like, uh, it's not pay to win really, but there, I think it's just like scummy ways for game companies to make more money on shit content. Yeah. Um, to like maybe bring it up to where it should have been. Just like looks wise, um, or you know, some content wise, getting new maps and everything. Um, also, the past couple years and sort of the boom of Twitch. If people have their favorite streamers they watch and they'll play a new game solid for like, you know, three days or a week, and then they'll be like, okay, I'm done. Uh, you know, I'm not playing that game until they update it more. I need more content. That's and then like their fans. Be like, oh well, this game's dead. I'm not going to buy it now. Yeah, that's not realistic. Yeah, so that's one thing that's happening in games. You're 100 percent right. Um, I have games like that right now, like The Division Two. I bought it. I played it to a level where I was like, okay, this is redundant, and I'm just tired of playing it. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait till the <laughs> new update comes out. And I'm just sitting with the game. Um, I have a lot of games like that actually. Where mm-hmm. I'm just like, maybe I'll go back to this. So I, 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 but it's made me stop buying games. Like a game has got to truly blow my socks off for me to now buy it. I have people in my Discord who buy every game. Every time a game comes out, they're like, "Oh, I'm getting it," and they buy it. And they play it for like fifteen, twenty minutes, and they're like, "Oh," and they just put it away. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, not talking about gaming, but something I wanted to circle back to talked a little bit about earlier. I don't know if it was before the show, but I watched the old Aladdin yesterday. And in the first like 15 minutes or something, the, um, the King Jasmine gets returned from running away in the market. And I want, I thought to myself, if they were to re-release this today, would they get, uh, negative feedback for, the king saying thanks like thanks to Allah 
Mm. Or would they, cause I don't think Disney will edit their content anymore. Fairly recently, I'm pretty sure they put out some like original Mickey Mouse, you know, cartoons or something like that. And it was like a disclaimer is like, we've chosen to release this intact in its original form. Um, you know, as a reminder to the cultural status of the time when this was released or something like that. Right. But since Aladdin came out like in the early nineties or something, I don't know if that's well you know, old enough for them is, to keep intact. Is that I wonder if that scene is in the new movie. Because the movie is a shot oh, for shot. Oh, probably not. It's it's almost shot for shot, so Okay. I'll definitely think, have to watch I think it. We were talking about this last night, weren't we? Where Disney is uh they're remaking some movies and they're what we were talking about they just remade Dumbo. Yep. Right. And it was apparently a flop. Yep. <laughs> Pun intended. Get it? Yeah. Um we got big dumb floppy ears. Get it? But um yeah, I don't know. There's a few older ones like the original Dumbo has the the crows. Right. Someone someone keeps calling them the racist crows. I don't think the crows themselves are racist. I think they're I don't know. I don't know what the right way to phrase it is, but social commentary representative of uh, the culture in which they were created. Yeah, the crows the crows represent uh the way they talk and the fact that they're black. People are like, Oh they're black, they must be black crows. And they it was talk like the black. Transformers that came out like fifteen years ago. They're like, Why is why is jazz black? You remember jazz that? Been black. Or like whenever they gave them voices, like why are these transformers, you know, from the hood? So there's I, I know what you're talking about. They weren't talking mm-hmm. about jazz, they were talking about the two the two other little two little ones. Hey man, ba 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 ba. Yeah, bah. exactly. You know, so that was like, and it's funny, right? We associate, and this is like, so you have to ask yourself, is it us or is it the person who made it? You know, is were it they both? just trying to capture a mood? Because <laughs> we watched it and we were like, these are obviously black racist black stereotypes. These two things, mm-hmm. you know, and and if you ask me, you say jazz is black. I'd be like, when I was a kid, I knew jazz was black. The voice actor was black in the Transformers TV show. I was like, Jazz is black. Of course he's black. That's what I always thought. You know? Um, and then the, the the birds. Honestly, I never thought the birds were black until people started saying it to me. Like, many, many years later. You know, like, in my 20s, when I first heard about that. And I was like, oh, I guess they are black. I guess it is a black character, a caricature of a black person. But I never saw that. I just saw it as like some country ass, like people being country as fuck, and that was they they represent that element of it. Like just they're like country birds, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, more concerning is the whole black black guy who's clearly like a sharecropper or a fucking slave, and he's like zippity doo da zippity day. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's like more concerning to me. Um, the birds, obviously, like people like harp on the birds, but there's so many levels to that, to this fucking, to the shit. But I mean, it was the time, right? That's what people say. Oh, Donald Trump's not racist. He can't be racist. I'm like, yo, he's from a different time, dude. 
everybody old that old is racist. <laughs> Even my grandmother, who's black, is racist. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm, I'm curious. Original Dumbo came out in 1941. That's yeah, how long. Yeah. That's how old it is. So, James, when you read an article online, or if you just interact with someone you don't know online, what do you assume them to be? Nothing. They're not even human to me. Okay. So to me, if I read something online, you know, if I have no context or if I talk to someone, you know, in game or on Discord or whatever, I'm like, this is a 27 year old white male until proven otherwise. I, I see that. I don't necessarily think that. And I, I, I use more vectors to decide to make that determination, but I do at some point when engaging with a person make that determination. If I have to hear your voice, I'm going to make a determination about mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I get you. I, I'm with you there. If it's just a comment that I'm just like, oh, it's not a person. Okay. But yeah, I do under, yeah, I, I agree with you. You are correct. I just, uh, that came to me as like, you, you know, when you were, you said you were watching Transformers as a kid, you're like, yeah, I knew this character was black. I'm like, I didn't watch Transformers as a kid like that. So I was curious whether you like, yeah, this guy's black because I'm black and this is Transformers is my show. That's why. Oh, or, no, 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 no. Go, go listen to, I'll find some videos of the old jazz. Okay. And you'll, you'll clearly be like, yeah, it's a black, it's a black. <laughs> Obviously you're like, this is like the guy, this is like the guy who played fucking Worf doing his voice. You know what I mean? So gotcha. Like, okay. Might as well be like that, you know? All right, cool. Thank you. Um, I don't think we have anything in product review, although some of the stuff I purchased on Amazon, I got some new sheets and some new towels and some LED non-dimmable light bulbs. So really excited about all those things. Hmm. Well, you ought to tell us about them when they... Yep. So I guess uh, they absorb water, they cover my mattress, and they light Product now, review complete. Now here's the question: Do the lights emit light, or do they suck dark? Um, both. Actually, I'm more inclined to say they suck dark because in the light you can only or how do I say this? When you're in the dark, all you see is negativity. But when the Lord sucks the dark away to expose you to the true light. You may embrace him. Him with a capital H? That's correct. Okay. I, that was kind of weird way of saying it, talking about light bulbs, but hmm. yeah. This Anyways. Me, let, me, let me quickly just chime in here. Sure. A book I'm reading... <laughs> Just to go along with your weird like religion shit you just did right there, um, the <laughs> a book I'm reading for whatever reason in the book the the gods some of the the more pronounced gods of the book are the hanged god and uh, blind fortuna, which I'm assuming is like the blind god of justice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the main character. So this book has a lot of things in it, and it's very well written. It's an amazing book. But one of the things that the one of the repetitive things the author does is the main characters, the, the characters almost always say by the blah of the blah blah blah. So this like by is like by the wrinkled by the hanged gods wrinkled urethra. 
you know, <laughs> by the hang god's empty nutsack. And it's all about the hang god. He said, by the hang god's filthy shaved bald head, you know, by the hang god's hollow eye sockets. It's like, I'm just, what the hell? But it's great. Like, every time you hear him start to say, by the hang god, you're like, yes, what is it now? <laughs> you know? Oh, he's like, by the hang god shriveled husk of an asshole. You know, you're just like, my word, this is amazing. You know? Um, Sounds like Klingons. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. And he's like, by blind Fortuna's globular tits. I'm like, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, though. I'm a, I enjoy the hell out of that book. It's very good. Um, and I have found Bumblebee, and every person who played Bumblebee was black. Okay. And and the voice that I remember was Scatman Carruthers. Um, <laughs> ah. But he was also played by Darius McRae. Phil Lamar and then some Japanese guy. Oh wow, that's a name you don't hear too much anymore. Carruthers. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, we need that another... guy is that guy is highly black. Oh, we yeah, need more Deputy a... Carruthers. He's a he's a so if you if you just listen to him, he's I I, 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 I and look because of people like him just being who they were, a lot of stereo, a lot of things we see as negative black stereotypes exist not from not that he did something negative but because he was so prolific Mm -hmm. at the time that he has become in himself like a meme about blackness and you listen to him talk and he's like hey you know just like it's just very like whatever but it's i'm not mad at that you know what i mean i i i think that was a, a big part of black people it still is a big part of black people and it's perfectly fine but when you listen to him talk, you realize you're like, oh, there's a lot. It's like a meme here, you know what I mean? Um, and I'll put this in my at the bottom here um, in my things, the video, so anyone who wants to see it can see it. Thank you. You can hear this like 11 second snippet of jazz talking. Excellent. Uh, I have nothing to add to the Yum update. Anyone want to talk about food? Mm, oh, I used a sous vide this week. It was amazing. What'd you make? Uh, just some ribeyes. Okay. And that was pretty good. One thirty-five for ninety minutes, or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did use that. So we talked about this before, right? And I was like, no, thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I did. I've been going ninety minutes now, and it was nice. It yeah, it's good. Um, perfect, perfect. You get that nice kind of like the nice pink. I can't explain it. You get the mm-hmm. nice pink. Very good. Very good. James, where do you where do you get the cheap meat from? Cheap but good meat. Um, Weiss. Weiss. So I should shop at Weiss. No. Um, no. I think the no. Area save I that meat in, for me. Well, no. The <laughs> area the area I live in, uh, because it's probably not the richer a richer area. The meat's just priced to fit the area, and I get to take advantage of that. And Weiss has lots of deals. So you have. Like if you pork if you're a pork boy, which I'm trying not to be so much a pork boy anymore, but dude, they like there's I walked through this grocery store yesterday and they had pork ribs for it's like buy one, get one free, a rack like this. There's like twelve dollars and you get one for free. And I just didn't buy it because I was like, I'm not gonna bring all this raw pork to Jamie's house with no barbecue sauce and no plan. <coughs> but right. I mean, there's there's always deals on meat there. Weiss's you know, this is obviously that we're not being brought to you by Weiss, but um, they do have very cheap meat. 
but they Carl's also, Jr. Yeah, they also have um, a lot of sketchy meat. So you know, <laughs> I bought some. I bought some short ribs yesterday, Evan. You'd have been proud of me. I was like, I'm gonna make short ribs. So I brought the short ribs, and <laughs> they were ten dollars for four short, like good, good thick short ribs. But with a three dollar off coupon, and I looked at them, and I was like, "These look shady. Like these look like they're ready. They're on the edge, you know." Mm-hmm. But I said, "Fuck it." I bought them anyway, and I just went to when I went to the house, I cut these sketchy parts off and put them on the grill for an adequate amount of time, and they were pretty fucking good with just a little bit of Jamie's uh, steak seasoning, and they were pretty good. Like just a few minutes before, they were very nice. I don't know if if pork is supposed to be tangy, but it wasn't bad. No, <laughs> it wasn't tangy, thank God. It wasn't tangy. And there were beef, there were beef short ribs, but they, it wasn't tangy. But yeah, it was. Uh, I would like to do a braise. I would like to do a slow cooker braise thing. You know, I want to try that. That'd be interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. You know. So, Mike, you're looking for fairly priced good meat? Yes. With minimal effort. That's a fair assumption. Butcher box. Okay. I want somebody to try that because it's been it's been on my my Instagram for months, and I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it, as far as I can tell you, it's good quality. It is delivered to your house, and you may customize what is in the box for the most part. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you want like all ribeyes or all ground beef or all chicken or you know pork ribs, a whole chicken and four pounds of bacon, whatever you know, you can change that. And I'm pretty sure you can change it month to month. Hmm. So butcher box. Did you okay? So who's gonna try it? Who's gonna get it? Michael, you want to get it? We're volunteering, like Mike. Ch- is there a jumbo butcher box? I can go in with. I can put a few bucket ducats in, Mike. Like there's a jumbo one. We can go in buckets there. or ducats. Well, both buckets and ducats. Buckets of ducats. Yeah. Um, I believe there are two sizes, like nine pounds and eighteen pounds, or something like that, or seven and fourteen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could I could check it out. How much is it? I mean, it's not cheap, but you get, I'll say this, you get, like, supreme gasoline at a mid-grade price kind of thing. But if you're if you're curious about signing up and everything, we don't have a discount code, obviously, but there's tons of, uh, you know, advertisers or partners who have ButcherBox discount codes. Some of them are good for a percentage off. Some of them are, like, you know, free bacon, you know, free extra pack of bacon in every package for the life of your subscription, whatever. So, yeah, I could get, so it's $129 a month for the cheap one. Yeah, so it looks like they have, oh yeah, they have mixed box, beef and pork, beef and chicken, all beef. Check you it can out. add you can add on salmon, add on bacon, add mm-hmm. on a ground beef brick. <laughs> a chub. <laughs> yeah, they call it brick though. Yeah. Here you go, Michael. Two hundred two hundred and thirty eight dollars a month, forty eight meals. Yeah, I saw that's that. fair. 
that's not bad for a month. That's not bad at all. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a even split two ways. That's almost a month of quality meals. Quality beef. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Just make sure you got about. freezer space and a vacuum sealer. Oh. Yep, sure don't. So yeah, never mind. <laughs> so <laughs> automatically disqualified. We'll get the box. We'll get the box. Go to Jamie's house and like, all right, you got to cook two all of propane. it. Let's <laughs> cook it all. Cook it all. Jar uh, it up. That's like you know what I was just. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking of that place that I don't know if it still exists or not that was over in uh, in Rio. Well, it was like a meat packing plant. Yeah, I was like, oh, in a mall or something. Yeah, James and I went in there, and a guy from CompuSA was in there. Huh. Working there. Okay. Remember uh, he was actually, cutting open boxes of frozen meat and showing it to us. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was on Omaha Steak Store. Ah, uh, that's what that was, and that was beautiful. That was that beautiful. was beautiful. Yeah. There, there's actually two other places where you can get. Good meat at pretty good prices. Number one is Costco. Number two, Costco you had a lot though. Yeah, yeah I mean, Costco, you're, ordering, I mean, it's like it's like seventy dollars, you know. For yeah, you're ordering a two hundred and forty dollar butcher box though. I'm not ordering that. I'm just saying yeah, you can but split I feel like it. The butcher box is going to give you like two hundred forty dollars. You're going to get like a couple, uh, two or three things of ground beef, two or three like 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 two like at least one or two roasts. A, t- a bunch of filet mignon, a bunch of uh, like T bones. Like you're gonna get a big mixed bag of, of quality stuff. Yeah, you mm-hmm. could do that at Costco, and you get to literally pick it out yourself. Costco, like, yeah, you want quarter of a shank? All right, let's here, here you go. It's like half a cow minimum. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot. The they got other option goats frozen in there in the freezer. You can just grab one of those out. I'm down. I like goat. Dude, we could dude, we could run an Airbnb and just get like a whole like spit roast going on. It's like we could run an Airbnb for goats. That would be a thing that I'd be interested in doing. Actually, that'd be fun. I like baby goats. Yes. Uh, Mike, the other <laughs> option. <laughs> I is forget what to... I was looking at, but these guys are like, "Yeah, Billy goats are great," and they had a picture of a goat, and it said William Goat. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? That's the best. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go uh, on, Evan. <laughs> find a restaurant owner and let them, or to have them let them let you order use their restaurant depot card. Order meat on my behalf. No, you may use the card on their behalf to purchase meat for yourself at restaurant depot. Now, what is Restaurant Depot? It is a... So, imagine Home Depot, smaller, for restaurants. So, it has, like, plates, silverware, pots, pans, tablecloths, meat, all like everything you would need to run a restaurant on a daily basis. Uh-huh. But you need a membership. And to get a membership, I'm pretty sure you need to have, like, a registered... You know, restaurant with the county or something, or catering business or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, for tax purposes, I guess you could start a catering business and funnel all your profits through Restaurant Depot. I see. 
Yeah. You must first show a valid reseller's permit, business license, or tax-exempt certificate for a nonprofit organization and show proof that you are authorized to purchase for said business or organization. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. Being a member is free. Couple options. Yep. Um, I have a little treat for you guys that I forgot about until about 10 minutes ago. Scrolling through 9gag the other day, as I do, to waste some time, and found someone cut together some scenes and dialogue, but in their own voice, of American Psycho, and made it into a sort of a an R&B song. So if you would if you would like to click my link, returning some videotapes will be taken to the website. Uh, the video is muted, but feel free to unmute it. It's about a minute and a half long. And in case you like it, I have already taken the liberty of stripping the audio and saving it to an MP3 that can be made available. I see. Yeah. Thank just, you, Evan. Just, just putting that out there. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this. I didn't know where to stick it, so I just stuck it down here in the extra section. Mm-hmm. Fire. Financial independence, retire early. Yes. It's all about hoarding enough cash and then investing it and living off the dividends. Mm -hmm. So this is to retire early, right? Yeah. Like around, say, 40. Around 40, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. So apparently there's a couple uh, websites. I'm sure there's more than a couple, but websites dedicated to this thing. TheEscapeArtist.me is one of them. Mm -hmm. Financially Free by 40 blog, which is FinanciallyFreeby40.com. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this, this idea interests me, because why wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. But the guy who wrote the article had a really hard time. Um, he's like, all right, I'm going to try it, you know, but he could, he barely makes enough money to, you know, save anything. Yep. And so by curtailing even the little bit of spending he does, like basically his life became miserable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he kind of stopped. Yep. To successfully pull off a fire, you basically need to have a number one uh, a spouse or significant other that's on the same page. Both of you need relatively high-paying jobs, and you need to live in like a garage apartment or a studio for you know five to seven years. Minimize everything. Save. You know, 75 to 80% of your, um, you know, usable income after you know, bills and whatnot. Obviously, cut down on all your bills. And in doing so, then you can probably live a slightly more comfortable life in the United States 
at, you know, retired at 40. Or move abroad and live in luxury for the rest of your life. So what a lot of people do, apparently, according to this article anyway, people, they don't necessarily retire, retire. But what they do is they, <clears throat> like at 40 or 45 or whatever, they'll stop working their regular office job that they've been working. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to do jobs that they actually want to do, quote unquote. Right. Okay. And, you know, maybe that involves working remotely, like, oh, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be a whatever. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is people do. Um, so, yeah, the like I said, the concept does seem pretty cool. But like you said, it does require certain things that none of us have. It takes like, a lot of money to retire early. Like a wife and, you know, other than, I mean, I guess you could do it on your own if you were like really making bank, but yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of tough. So but, cohabitation really cuts down on living expenses. Yeah, I know. So it's a good, although, it's a good goal to think about if. Although, Evan, one could say you're living that life right now, sort of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a goal of necessarily retiring early. No, I I realize that. But But you could. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I just thought I'd I'd bring it up, and it it looked kind of cool. Mm -hmm. There is also... Uh, reddit.com slash r slash financial independence. And in mm-hmm. there, there is a, uh, a, like a fire subcategory with all kinds of stuff like this article. Ah, very good. Mm-hmm. We'll have to check that out. It's definitely not for everyone. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, next up. <clears throat> a group of people who want to form the 51st state called Liberty, they held a bake sale to raise money. Oh, come on, man. How'd that work out for them? <laughs> and can't they come up with a much better name? Yeah, these people are stupid, man. Come on. Yeah. You know what, Mike? They are stupid. Spokane Valley, Washington. Proponents of creating a 51st state held a bake sale to raise money for their cause. Dude. They pro- they supporters that proposed Christian conservative state, of course, which would span parts of Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. Raised money by auctioning pies and other desserts. So Dude. caliphate. Dude, yeah. What if this fucking took off, and Trump was like, "I'm inspired by the dedication." Of these hardcore Christians in their bake sale, Liberty, you're the 51st state. And then Puerto Rico's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, then DC's like, yo, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> if I was Puerto Rico, I'd be like, time to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> We're out, B. It's been good. Thanks for the poverty. That'd be like, bullshit. open hand, slap to the face, spit in the eyes. Yeah. Spokane City Councilman Mike Fagan and County Prosecutor Larry Haskell also attended. What? Um, the guy who 
there was a speaker there included Washington State Representative Matt Shea, who's a Spokane Valley Republican who has championed the Liberty State Movement. What? He what? spoke of the cultural and political differences between Eastern and Western Washington, denied the existence of global warming, and claimed the United States is a Christian nation under siege by atheists and communists. Hmm. Nice. Tight. Propaganda creates reality. Shouldn't there be some sort of oversight for like enforcing separation of church and state kind of thing? White power. Yeah, it's called yeah. the Church of Satan, the Satanic Church of uh, Satan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The spaghetti monster. Yeah. Mike. Yes. I just want to reiterate what you said earlier. These people are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Although James and I have both read a book where uh, the United States became a theocracy. How'd that work out? Just how you think. <laughs> yeah, the government was up everyone's ass, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the guy's like, is. the internet doesn't exist anymore, as you knew it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, not good. Not good. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, okay, so James, what do we got here? It looks like you got a couple things in your extras. Yeah, section. So the first one is something I discovered by accident this week, earlier this week, and I thought this is a fun, accident. silly thing about Japan um, that I think is awesome. So this is pronounced Zetai Ryoki. Ryoki. Okay. And what that translates to is absolute territory. So the reference is the space between under a girl's skirt and before her her thigh-high stockings come above the knee and it's that pleasurable perfect one inch of pure flesh it's called absolute territory or zetai ryoki and i just thought japanese people are amazing <laughs> i was like for someone to append this term and be like yes mm-hmm. we have to refer to this correctly it's perfect this is perfect a perfection zone I've been a leg man all my life. Like, breast, like, took over for a long time, but I'm a leg man through and through. And I love stocking. I love, like, these type of fucking... uh, I love knee highs. Absolutely. Huge fan of knee high stockings and boots. So this is... I'm all about this. I'm all for this. You know, one of the things I absolutely love is the little bulge of fat that pops out above a tight pair of stockings. (laughs) That little, like, kind of plump, the plumpening. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love that. Like, that's just beautiful. So, I'm all a huge fan of this. I think it's great. There's a bunch of references in this Know Your Meme post if you want to see um, what they're talking about it. Um, and there's actually, you can go to, uh, you can go, there's uh, places in, um, there's, there's a, uh, up until like late 2018, I don't know if it's still there. But in Akebara, there's a cat maid cafe called Zetai Ryoki uh, Maid Cafe, where it's just all about the absolute territory and the maids all wearing stockings and everything like that, and they all celebrate absolute territory, and you get an absolute territory Sunday, and it's just fucking amazing. Um, I I'm not into the whole maid cafe thing. I find it very weird and awkward to to want to seek a woman's attention at that level, 
but I do I like the fact that they embrace the whole thing and are having having a good time with it. So yeah. Hmm. Have fun with that. That's all. Thank you, James. Yeah, no problem. Um, I do like several of those pictures. Yeah. Uh, the last thing is just jazz. It's eleven seconds, so if you have time, if you if you don't if you doubt that jazz was black, then listen to this is the jazz I grew up with in the cartoons, and you'll be like, oh yeah, it's clearly like a black guy. You know, he's, he's like a very he's like as black as possible he's possibly can be. You know, I'm like you surprised he didn't say of, jive turkey. Yeah. Oh, you listen to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. Where that guy's voice is almost like the birth of a stereotype. You know, like you think of like a black guy shucking and jiving. You hear his voice. You know, and I'm not trying to be negative about that. I'm just saying that guy's voice is like ethnically what you think about as a black Southern American. You know, um, his name's fucking Scatman Carruthers for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know? I did say he was quite black. Yeah. So anyway, he's in uh, he's in the shining. Uh, Yeah, he is. He is -hmm. in the shining. He's the previous uh, guy, right? Isn't he? He works at the hotel as like the. I don't know, something. He's like the summer keeper or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you very much for that, James. Very interesting, no and this website you link to, knowyourmeme.com, is also very interesting. You've never been here? Uh, maybe once by accident. You know, you, you, like Maybe you linked me here once or something, I don't remember. This, but... is, this is the place, this is the best place, because here you can discover, like, if you're like, what is this, what is this whole thing people are talking about? It's here. I guarantee it. Right. You know, like, Absolute Unit, I learned about that here. Right, I think that's uh, where I remember seeing this before. Yeah. Um, so... There's there's a whole I'm just like right now flipping through this whole thing about a real life Yandere, you know, um, that's in here. Like the whole Yandere thing. People may not know what that is. Do you know what the, anyone guys know what that is? Not really. I, I saw I saw it over here. But. Familiar. Yeah, we've talked about it. it. It's a it's a girl who loves you so much. She she has an unrequited love with a boy uh, or with a man. And to the extent that she's willing to kill anyone who anyone else who wants to be involved with him, uh, it's a Japanese thing, and I don't know that it was real until <laughs> this article here I'm looking at. But I did, thought it was just a comic book thing, and a comic book character is normally the pink hair character in in animes and mangas. The pink hair character is normally a yandere, and she has a murderous obsession with the guy. Um, where she's like, if I can't have him, then I'll just kill him and I'll kill myself or I'll kill all the women around him. I'm super jealous and whatever, you know, Um, and they're very disturbed. But uh, people have a fascination with them. I do. I'm totally fascinated by the whole idea of Yandere. I think they're great. I love the whole idea. But I love I love that about Japan, though. They're constantly classifying things like everything. Yandere, Sundere. Um, There's a whole nother dairy. There's a bunch of them. You know, and a Yangir, Kuderi, Dondari. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a few of them here. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones, and I love that. I absolutely love that they classify these, these like kind of types. You know, so anyway, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we're checking that out. Knowyourmeme.com. Yeah. 
You should definitely have this on file because I know you were baffled by a good many things. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, I mean, it's hard to keep up with memes, right? Like, <laughs> how do you know? How does anyone be able to keep up with any of this stuff? It's just too much. You're right. Uh, okay. Well, anything else before we head on out? Nada. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the IO panel. Please check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. All our links are there. Show notes. You can support us with Patreon. Check out our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us any comments, questions, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Once again, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Oh.